Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Defensively, he was pretty thrilled with the effort. He withstood quite a bit of pressure throughout moments of this game. Yeah, no, they, uh, they they did a good job, especially in the first half of, of really caught, asking a lot of questions of, of us with Leal and uh, Mukhtar playing between our midfield and our back line. Um, and so they, we, I, I felt we were broken way too easy. We weren't compact enough. Um, and so in the second half, you know, when we were locking the ball in on one side, it was critical that Bobby came down on the six instead of releasing one of our sixes and opening up that gap where they were receiving that ball. The other part of that was one of their backs. At times, we were three versus one. And so finding the right combination between Bobby dropping in on that six and also one of our center backs releasing. And I think in the second half, we did a much better job of that and consolidated the space and, and, and did a better job of being more compact. Do you have a follow-up, Tom? Well, I was going to ask, um, Cody Davis did come on. I don't want to be too sour, but everything okay with Johnny Menendez? No, it's great. I, you know, I think at that point, one set pieces – Right, it's we're, we we got the goal that we need, and we're going to be defending set pieces. Um, two, the defensive work had had to be there, and and Bodie's played winger, he's played right back, and he's played wing back. So just from a game management perspective, including and I had the, one of the biggest thing was the set pieces again because you got Jasper going in, you got Everton going in, and then you throw in Johnny Menendez against. Guys like you know uh, Zimmerman, Romney, pretty much the whole front line were, were pretty pretty big. So it's 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 the, what the moment I felt called for. Lucas, uh, two points from four games, top of the West. Uh, you know, Tate seeing the group of guys that all bought in. Like, what what's your perspective on just how this group is doing and the kind of the vibes around the team right now? Yeah, I, I couldn't be more proud of the guys, as I told them. You know, I think we're in the process of, of really trying to build a culture. And uh, I think I give some examples of what culture looks like. You know, Aaron Herrera, who's been out all preseason, working on the side, coming in tonight, putting in a great shift. Bobby, who was throwing up the last couple of days, scoring a goal, giving a great shift. Um, Tate, not having been given an opportunity for a couple of years, earning the right to get an opportunity, running with it. Uh, you know, Johan, who uh, who didn't have a preseason, has been working his way, coming in on days off to get fit, and I thought played a really good game for 90 minutes. And so when you talk about culture, um, something that's sustainable, it, that's what it looks like. Um, and, and from my perspective, all soccer side, all the soccer stuff, if you don't have the right character, if you don't have the right mentality in those people that are on the field that are willing to do whatever it takes to get results, then, then you don't have a chance. You know, it's 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 a game that's unforgiving, and you have to earn the right in these games. And I thought tonight, the guys, um, again, we didn't have Marcella. We did. I can go. I can go through a list of things that we didn't have, but I'll tell you what we did have: a character and mentality. Ethan, Pablo, um, congrats first of all on the the first. Thank you. I, I I guess looking at earlier in the season, we had talked to Justin Merriman. Even Justin Merriman said himself that he was ready to come off the bench and help this team where he could. 
and it looks like now he's been starting the last couple of games. Obviously, you talked about injuries are kind of depleted at different positions. But how much of a luxury is it to have, I guess, in a way, depth where you have enough confidence in guys coming off the bench and you can really look at the bench and just take any one guy off the bench and throw him into the game and they'll do their job? Yeah, no, I think that's that's a great question. I, I think the way I coach is is about team. Um, I, I think the way we train during the week, everyone understands what the roles and responsibilities are. Um, and then the last part of that is that you have to trust and you have to give the guys belief that they can go out there and do a job. And, and so I think um, when you have all that, as a coach, you're comfortable picking whoever. And Bodie Davis's first game in a game where you were at home, we're, we're under a bit of pressure. He's got to go in and do a job. Um, if you never give people opportunity, how will you ever know if they're capable or not? And so I think these moments really start to build confidence in themselves. They start to believe in who they can be and what they want to achieve with their careers. And, and for me, uh, you know, I think more than a coach, I'm a, I feel like I'm a mentor. I'm a coach that has been there and done that. And I, there were certain coaches that really made me love the game and made me understand how it was in a lot of ways, a single player game where this career is not about the coach. This career is about you and your determination and your commitment to want to get better. Um, and so when you can, when, when Marcelo goes out and Johan steps in, when, you know, yeah, I don't even know when, when, when Tommy goes out and Chang steps in, um, we're a team, we're a team. And I, and I, and that's why I love this game because it, 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 it has so many human um, characteristics that come through and you can teach a lot about life through this game. This game will always teach us a lot about life. And, and I think um, I don't do this for a profession. I, I do this because I love people. And the one thing I know more than anything else is soccer. And I know that soccer has changed my life. It's changed my family's life. It's, it's given me opportunities that I it's, it's, it's allowed me to see parts of the world I never have seen. Um, and so I'm indebted to this game and my little part that I'm playing is to hopefully share something with these guys um, to allow them to believe that they can achieve anything they can, they can put their minds to. Let's finish in first with Tom. Pablo, I, I asked that when he felt this confidence, he said, probably not 2016, 17 in Colorado might be you. So first of all, what is it about you to secondly and maybe more importantly, what have you seen from him? How has he been able to get this good with, with no preseason? Yeah, he's been great. In 2016, uh, before we brought in Tim Howard, he was the best goalkeeper statistically in the league, um, had the most shutouts, um, and was really a catalyst to everything that we were doing. Um, again, I think Confidence in professional sports is the holy grail. How you get there is going to be different with each individual. Um, and, and a lot of that comes from the belief that myself and the rest of the coaching staff give, give the guys. You know, I, I think a lot of times uh, in my experiences in the past, um, you knew when the coach made it about him. And what I – the my, my actions every day – are about listening, are about understanding, are about empathizing with what these players are going through. Um, and then digesting that 
and giving them a platform from which they can be their best self, their authentic self, not asking players to, to be something that they're not, but embracing um, every aspect of who they are. And, and in Zach's case, you know, he was, a, he was a little for our group in 2016. Um, and I think he, you know, he moved around a little bit and, and now I think he feels comfortable. And, and I think he feels comfortable because he's playing really well and he's playing with confidence and he's leading this group. And tonight he wore the armband. So, so many little side stories from a lot of these different players tonight, guys coming into games, guys that started, um, guys like Bobby who are throwing up for the last two days, score a goal and play for 60 minutes. So many plots and all of them come down to a real desire to want to be a part of this group, a real desire to will this group on it. And, and against, you know, we played three of the best teams in the league in, in the last four weeks, you know? And so my, the feeling that I get with this group is that we're approaching every game as if it was a playoff game. In other words, what we, where we ended last year it's quickly come back and it's saying these points matter. These things are golden points, you know? And so I, the, the mindset, the fight in training the other day, I had at the end of training, I just said, fellas, there's three or four challenges that could have really hurt some of our teammates. And, and as long as we're going in with the right intentions. And so for a coach to have to dial training back four weeks into a season is an incredible thing. Quickly, you have half your roster. You just said that you played three of the four best teams in the league. Is like the smallest bit of you at all surprised that you're a top of the West player? Just the, the smallest bit. <sighs> Everybody else is. <laughs> yeah, but everyone else isn't at practice on Monday and Tuesday and watching these tackles flying across the field. And, and, and they want to win every little game. And at times, I, at times during the week, I feel more like a referee than I do a coach because I'm trying to break things up and I'm trying to keep things, you know. And, and so when you approach things the right way, a lot of times, you know, you want to fi- fix things tactically um, when really it's about intensity. It's really about intensity. And, and the energy that you're emitting to your opponent, that's, that for me is the difference. Because any system will work. Everyone plays different systems. But what's the intensity like in between those lines? What's, what's it like when there's a 50 to the ball? Are you winning that? Oh, you're not winning that. Then it doesn't matter what you're playing. Right? So am I surprised? I, I, I'm not. I think we're going to win every game. And I, I think, and again, I, I, it, I, I think if I were surprised that we could win, I'd be causing a stink from the first game on about not having this and not having that. Bodie Davis got his first minutes tonight with the last 10 minutes of a game against one of the best teams in the league. And I'm not surprised he went out and did a great job. I'm not surprised Kapelhoff played 90 minutes at the level he played. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So, like, the big picture thing, I mean, I would – I don't look at things like points, like how many points we need. I, n- I never do that. Let's win this game. Let's go all in. Let's, and I told Sergio there, he was limping. I said, it doesn't matter if, if your leg falls off here. Don't worry about it. We'll find someone next week to play, but just keep going. Don't you stop. You know what I'm saying? I, it, I live for the moment. I live for the day. I live for the game. And this is where we happen to be. Um, but I don't say we need X amount of points and X amount of games to get where we want to go. 
we need to compete the right way every day. And, and I've seen a team in the first four games that competes the right way every time. All right, we're going to finish with a um, – sorry, guys. Charles, and then we're going to jump to William in Spanish real quick. Charles, your line is open. Hey, Pablo, congrats. Uh, on the broadcast, they were talking about the influence that Gary Smith had on you as a coach. And I know you, he just had Bruce uh, as well. I was wondering if you could speak on, on that matchup and, and if that gave you any uh, perspective today. Yeah, no, I think um, both uh, Gary and, and Bruce were – two coaches that definitely influenced my life as a player, um, but also as, as, as a coach. And I've taken bits and pieces from both of them, uh, helped me shape my style of play, my philosophy, my man, man, man management. Um, So they're both two guys that I hold in high esteem. And I consider both of those guys mentors to me and I communicate with them throughout the year as well. Um, And Gary's, case you know we, i knew what we were up against they're they're a team that have been road warriors for the last few years um you know they're going to be well organized well disciplined um defensively um I, I think they were real bright in the way they attacked the game in the especially in the first half finding Mukhtar and leal in between the lines i think we did a better job of that in the second half but but again i, I know that when you're up against a, a gary smith team that uh it, it's one game where you're going to have to roll up your sleeve and bring your lunch play to work. And, and if you don't do that, you're not coming out with anything. And so I'm super proud of the way the guys competed tonight against a team that uh, obviously is one of the best teams in the league. Um, and, you know, I think they'll be, you know, the, 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 they'll continue to be one of the best teams in the league. All right. We're going to move to William in Spanish. William, your line's open. Profe, felicidades por la victoria. Le han tocado tres equipos eh, difíciles eh, de inicio de temporada. Cuando hablábamos al inicio de la temporada decíamos de que iba a ser un, un proceso despacio por las circunstancias que se presentaron en, en la pretemporada. A este momento sigue pensando de que todavía el techo sigue siendo grande y la otra, eh, el portero se la pone difícil. ¿Sigue siendo Ochoa el titular cuando regrese? Sí, yo creo que Claro, en, en la vida, en el fútbol, como en la vida, todo es un proceso. Y cuando no tenés el, 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 el grupo de primer nivel, a veces pensás que las cosas no te van a salir bien. Pero con este grupo de, de jugadores tenemos un espíritu para competir de una manera que nunca, no, siempre nos da chance a, a ganar los partidos. Y por, por ese tema estoy bien satisfecho con con el esfuerzo, con, con, con la corazón que juegan y espero que si, si seguimos uh, mejorando en, en todas partes de, de nuestro estilo de jugar, pero estoy muy contento con cómo, cómo salieron a, a jugar y competir contra un, uno de los grandes equipos de la liga. Y la tema de Ochoa, mira, no, no, puedo, no puedo, hay un dicho en, en inglés que no, hay, no, no voy a robar el futuro para tomar decisiones hoy. O sea, cuando llega ese momento, tenemos que tomar decisiones dónde vamos, dónde, con, cómo vamos y cómo nos paramos para, para el, el partido donde el ocho está listo. Pero en este momento no, no voy a robar del futuro porque voy a, a disfrutar este momento uh, de, de, del triunfo esta noche. Ok, 